Hello and welcome to the Panther Press Podcast. Man, has it been a long time. And I am so glad to be back. This is Greg Higgins. Um, We've had one crazy, crazy start to the school year. Um, We're going to get into that more next week. I've got a special treat this week, though. But first, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Young Title. Thanks to Sydney Young and her staff for all that they do. We had a special interview last Friday night that uh, we want to play for you. First, I want to want you to hear the um, Adam Routon and why he did the interview, and then. From there, I want to take you right into the halftime show that we did on Mix 107.7. Um, thanks to East Texas Broadcasting for allowing us to replay this um, this interview that we did for uh, for the halftime show. Um, I hope you enjoy it um, as much as we did, um, as much as Adam enjoyed doing it. So we're going to um, take you into that and um, hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was really exciting for me to have the opportunity to talk to Randy and, and Jason. These guys were, um, you know, they've been involved in the band program their whole lives. I knew Randy when he first started 31 years ago at North Lamar, and I knew of the hours they put into from, to it from a parent's perspective, but I wanted to hear from them because they work hard, work so hard to build this thing up, and I found out things that even I didn't know about the length of time they spend working on the show, so I, th- I wanted to be able to share that with the community. I thought that was, that's a great story that you just don't hear very often because nobody interviews the band director. But the other thing I wanted to do is, you know, they've had such a successful program overall for, you know, a few decades now with Randy's leadership. And one thing I've learned is I can learn from other leaders. What are the things they do? What are the, the, some of the key actions they take that are going to be successful no matter where you use them? So I kind of just wanted to take an opportunity to pick a great leader's mind and see, you know, what are some of the underlying principles they have that make them successful because you can apply those anywhere. And, and that was exciting to me. I thought it was a great opportunity. Welcome to the Panther Halftime Show. I'm Adam Routon. Tonight I'm going to be joined by Band directors Randy Jones and Jason Smith from the North Lamar Panther Band. Good evening, Randy. Good evening, Jason. Good evening. Well, guys, I want to ask you, it's been a long time since last fall when you were in San Antonio competing, but I'd just like you to tell our, our listeners, what was it like to finally hear your name across the loudspeakers at the Alamo Dome last year? The, uh, the feeling was, was really awesome. Uh, the kids had worked so hard for last year. Our staff, Jason and Rod, had done so much work on designing our show and stuff, and just and even and Christian Gomez on our guard to see it all come together was just a, an amazing feeling. Um, the the competition in the in the four division is very very tough, and it just just gives us a lot of a lot of pride in our kids for what they uh, finally accomplished. It was just an overwhelming feeling just to see the kids and the and the expression, and um, to know that some of the some of the work they had done had paid off for them. Okay, so last Friday night was the very first time home fans have had to see the band since the state championship. What was it like for you? Because for me, I'm telling you, it's in a chill up my spine. But to hear Dennis Hodgkiss announce the state champion North Lamar Panther Band and hear the hear the crowd respond. Jason, why don't you answer? 
It, it was it, it was it was almost daunting. I mean, it was so humbling to be walking out on the field and uh, see the crowd stand up and applaud when he said it. And uh, you could also see it in the kids. The kids just stood a little taller, a little prouder, bigger smile on their face. I mean, and then just to be appreciated by our fans and everybody. That was yeah. great. Yeah, the, the fan appreciation is so appreciated by us as as a band and organization. Yeah, I was. I got to tell you, I was up in in the press box, and I made him say it again when the microphone was off because it was it was such an awesome moment. So it's a new challenge. It's a new year. You got new students. Tell us a little bit about this year's show. I'm going to let Jason. Jason and Rod have spent a lot of time along with Christian uh, designing the show. So let's, Jason. Why don't you just jump in right here? Yeah, the uh, this year's show is entitled Undercover, and it's uh, it starts with an awakening. Of a uh, of an operative of a, so a secret agent, a CIA person, somebody that's been undercover, and they don't know where they're at, where who they are, anything. Kind of a Jason Bourne type feel, and uh, and then the show just progresses about them either being chased and them figuring out who they are, where they came from, and then in the end, figuring out how they're going to live the rest of their life after what they've done being a CIA CIA operative or a secret agent. Okay, well that brings the, this next question as a follow up. I need one or both of you just kind of walk us through what it takes to make a halftime show from the very beginning, the conception to a competition-ready presentation. Well, I'll start. I'll start with this just a little bit. Uh, this is Jason, and um, we start. We're, we're actually already working on next year's show as we speak now. Well, I mean, we're usually working about a year or two years out. And the first thing that we typically do is we, we find the music. We want to find the music. Everything starts from the music. And uh, Frank Sullivan, uh, he lives out in the, the Carolinas. He is, uh, we, we use him to help write the music, uh, the horns and brass parts and everything. And we get the music th that we want. And once we have the music, then uh, Rod usually takes it at that point And we go through it, Rod and I'll go through it and start making edits and changes and everything else to fit what we need. And then at that point, usually Christian comes in and starts we, we start generating ideas as for as far as choreography and show design and the concept and everything else and then finally we get it to randy for him to look at it what we've got and him to go okay this is going to work this doesn't work this will work yes no and we go through it like that and then after he gives us the final yes no on what we need to do we finally go with a fix and but even this year's show we keep <laughs> our shows usually Mutate. I, I hate to use the word mutate, but they usually evolve. Evolve. Evolve as, as the season goes on. We, we see things work that work well. We're like, okay, that's working well, but this spot's not. So then the team, we, we all just get back together and we go, okay, what do we need to do to fix this spot? Yeah, it's just every, every Adam, it's just every week is like that. This is working well, and then all of a sudden, okay, we thought this was going to work, now it's not working. So, and then we just start figuring out things to make it work better. And sometimes the students come up with ideas. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, because it's very, we, be, we believe in that the students having ownership of our organization, and we as directors are just trying to lead them and mold them. Um, and sometimes their ideas are great. I mean, even our visuals, uh, Jason will be asking them, what are we going to do here, guys? A lot of times he's got it already, which is fantastic. But sometimes either it gets out there and he doesn't work as well as he wants it to, or he'll just start asking, we need something right here. And uh, they're very active in giving us ideas. We, so. have a, we have a really great motto in the band that, that we promote with our leadership and our underclassmen and even in, in ourselves as the directors. It's, it's let's get to the right answer. It's not about who's right. It's about what's right. And it doesn't matter where the idea comes from. It, it's the idea that we need. So 
Let's visit this idea of how you guys work together a little bit. You've been here, Randy, a little over 30 years. You've been here 12? This is your nine here. Nine, okay. But my 21st year of teaching. 21 years of teaching, nine, nine years here at North Lamar. Rod's been here as full, the full-time staff two two or three years. Four. I think, and, I think this is his fourth, fourth year. year. And, of course, Christian just joined last year. How do you get a, a staff of four individuals to work so well together? And what's it like in a, in a day? I saw some of this before we turned the mic on. So just kind of explain what it's like in a, a day in the life of, of you guys working together. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it can be pretty crazy because you don't know what's going to happen when you walk in the door, even though you have the day planned out already. Um, but I, I will share. I am the the staff that we have. Um, it is such a blessing to be here because one, the other, all four of the us don't mind working our rears off, and uh, together up here and get whatever needs to be done. And and with Jason has been here long enough now, and Rod that we've kind of got into a very mold or whatever that each of us has certain responsibilities and nobody shirks their responsibility and if and if somebody needs to jump in and pick up something it just happens we do it and so that is because of that that's been a big part of why why we've been successful not only just with whatever the wars that we've won but more importantly with the young men and women that we're trying to mold and love on and and shape you know what they're doing after after we get out of high school and that, that, for us, that's the most important thing. But the, the staff is just so passionate about the kids and about what we're doing. And so. I'll, I'll say it from, from this point. Uh, Randy provides the rest of us a really great umbrella to work underneath. And I use the word umbrella because an umbrella keeps you out of harm and, and helps keep you going in the direction that you need to go. He provides a, a, a direction for our staff so that we see where we're going and what we're doing. And then us as a staff, he pretty much underneath that umbrella just turns us loose and lets us do what we what what we're good at doing. And as 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 you know, as a teacher that's passionate in the arts, I mean that's all I could ever ask for is just turn me loose. And I know Rod's that way and Christian's that way. It's just just turn us loose and let us do what we're good at. All right. So some people may not realize this, but in addition to the more recent success in the marching season, you guys are pretty good the rest of the year and some of the other things you do. What does the band do the other six months in a year? <laughs> okay, after we get, even we've even started now, we, our year kind of goes like this. We're after marching season and we get started, we do the all-state process, which is the team all-state process. And well, that's an individual thing. We'll really push, push for that. Uh, that happens really in uh, December and just the very beginning of, of January on that. That's an individual thing. And then right after that is solo ensemble. We encourage the kids to participate in that. And there's a, a region solo ensemble and then also a state level that they can qualify for. We, we do that. Um, and after, as, after Christmas, we'll start working on our UIL contest literature, which will take up about two, two months there. Um, and that's that's just continuing to develop. The concert band is where all it all develops. And I mean, develops for next year for the marching season, it develops the kids. And then we end the year with a spring concert. And for us, the spring concert for the last 10 or 15 years has turned into just a big production. Just, we play good music, we play good literature, we dress up, we have costumes, we have, and Jason and Rod the last few years have done just fantastic arrangements of some pop literature and we have put singers to it, and it's just turned into a lot of fun. I mean, we push the kids so hard. There's got to be there's got to be some fun involved in it. There's got to be some, yeah. I mean, so so we we that's kind of our our year in a a, a nutshell. Um, and then I just continually trying to help the young men and women develop. Okay. 
Okay, so in addition to Friday nights being able to see you guys, you have a few contest dates kind of coming up pretty quick. Can you tell us when and where? Yeah, October 7th, we're going to be at Little Elm, and we perform. It's around 345. Around 345, we perform at Little Elm at a contest, and that one's going to be kind of fierce. Uh, they do it by size of band, not size of school, and so we're going to be there competing with a bunch of 5A and 6As because of the size of band that we're at, and, and it's it, the schools that are there, there's some of the best ones in the Dallas Metroplex area, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then we turn around the next weekend on the 14th, and we're at Princeton, and over half of the bands that were in finals in 4A State are going to be there. And so we're, we're all going to be there again competing against each other. There's about 32 bands at that Princeton contest. And so, uh, I mean, as I told, the, I told the students yesterday, I said, uh, we're the ones that everybody's going to be shooting at at that contest. And so that, that, that's going to be kind of fierce. It's, it's, all, it's 4A. It's mostly schools 4A and down. I think there's two 5A schools there. But that 32 bands, it's all 4A and smaller schools. But all of us 4As that were in finals, we all kind of chose to come back there to compete against each other. And so that's worked out well. And then the 17th, oh, the 14th will be performing about 3 o'clock also that day, 3 o'clock, 3.30 at Princeton Stadium. And then on the 17th, we're going to be at Mount Pleasant for UIL, and that'll be our last contest of the year. And we don't know, we don't know what time we'll be performing at that one yet. We haven't heard. But that's, that's our last, and that's, that's the important one. All the others are really competitive and everything else, but the one on the 17th is the one that's that for UIL's standards is the one that we got, really got to set forth on. I would, I would like to also invite everybody, if you can get to the Paris North Lamar game, mm -hmm. we will be doing a combined show with Paris again this year, halftime show. That, two years ago, it was so much fun, and um, the Paris band is just an incredible organization. And um, so that's going to be the, the last game, October, November 10th, November 10th, November 10th the Paris 10th. game at halftime, combined show with North Lamar Paris. Yeah, Boyce and Smith will, <laughs> Mr. Boyce and Mr. Smith are putting together something. So. <laughs> Randy, Jason, thank you so much for sharing your time with us.